Me Grimlock, no bozo, me king! Hey, listen to Commander Who Got Podcast, episode 104. I'm Brando, I'm here with Ryan, and today we're going to continue the arc of the Double Baked Bruise by revisiting a deck that's based on my favorite cartoon character. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We're marching right along with the Ark of the Double Baked Brews. Thank you again for a patron suggestion on the name of the Ark. And we're going to be revisiting this time a deck that we built way back on episode 26? 28. 28, where we built the deck using cards that hadn't even been printed yet. Yeah. Just to show how we build a super limited resources tribal deck, where the tribe only really exists on mass in one set. Yeah, well, not so much anymore. We were talking just prior to the show. The old list, you're going to give a little bit of a rundown in a couple minutes. The old list was based on, like, the 14 dinosaurs that actually existed. Yeah. And then a bunch of, like, crappy Kaladesh vehicles just because it was thematic with the commander. Yeah. Uh, now, not the case. You've got a whole schwack of that tribe to pull from. Which is excellent. Uh, the tribe, of course, being dinosaurs. Yeah. You you probably put the grim some kind of Grimlock reference in prior to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, should we read the commander, then talk about a bunch of other stuff? That would be... Uh, Yes. <laughs> kind of how we operate. All right, so our commander for the day is Grimlock Dinobot Leader. If you've never heard or seen of that, it was a Hascon exclusive that a very, but a really cool patron of the show pointed me to somebody on the internet who was selling one, and I bought it, and here we are. So thanks again for everybody involved in that. Grimlock Dinobot Leader is a 4-4 legendary artifact creature Autobot for red, white, green, one. Dinosaurs, vehicles, and other Transformers creatures you control get plus two, plus oh, two convert a Transformers toy you own to its alternate mode, flip him over, and then he turns into an 8-8 giant dinosaur beater with trample. He's a dinosaur on the other side, right? Yes. It's funny, yeah. Vehicles. I forgot that he includes vehicles. That's why you had vehicles in the other deck. Correct. Yeah, now it's, let's call it Dinosaur Tribal. Yes. Yeah. There's, I don't think there's any vehicles in the deck anymore. There was one for a little while. There was the one that ta- the one that was a rock that turned into a five-five. Oh yeah, 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 I like that one. Yeah, I played uh, Cultivator's that. Caravan, right? That's the one. I did play that one for a little while, but I cut him a while back for actually the card right next to Grimlock, which we'll talk about Ooh. in the creature section. Yeah. Now I just want to preface the episode. Couple things. One, you whipped out a Grimlock, and I and I looked at you and I said, I swear to God, if you don't transform your thing, and beep beep, done. You transform the transformer that you use to flip Grimlock literally in less than one second. Yes. If you're going to do this, if you come by a Grimlock, do do your playgroup a favor and don't get cute and bring Metroplex to the party. That's ridiculous. Just buy one of those little small ones. You can basically transform them all in one step. It's awesome. And it's something to play with in between turns. Yeah, there you go. And the other thing is... We're talking dinosaur tribal. We didn't actually find Grimlock on edhrec.com. Get on it, Don Miner. I think we said that last time. Yes, we did. Instead, what we did was go to the themes page or the tribes page, and we scrolled down to dinosaur tribal. And the most popular commanders in dinosaur tribal are Gishath, Sun's Avatar, uh, Zakama, Primal Calamity. Am I saying the right names? Yes. And Mael of, or Mael the Anima. Mael of the Anima, yep. Yes. So if you don't have a Grimlock, you can use those commanders. They will fly, or they will be just fine, I think. Absolutely. Gishath, I think, is probably the best if you just want to do Dinosaur Tribal. If you want to be a degenerate combo playing scumbags, Akama's your 
your uncle. If you probably want to get cute and play some non-dinosaur things too, Myel's probably where you want to go. Cool. Okay, so the things that we're going to talk about that aren't Grimlock. <laughs> Social media coordinates. We are CCO Podcast and CCO Brando on Twitter and tappedout.net. That's where you can find this week's list, last week's list, next week's list, and any other list that we talk about throughout the course of the show. We're commandercookout at gmail.com. That's where you can send us love mail, hate mail, show suggestions, deck suggestions you'd like to see revisited for this arc, but no nudes. Naked mole rat nudes. They look like ball sacks. Gross. You can also find us online anywhere better podcasts are found. That includes iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all those places. You can also find us on edhrec.com and over at Flipside Gaming, where you can use special promo code CCOFU to get 10% off your entire order site-wide. And if I went through that way too fast, you can find all of the information plus much more at the official, official home of Commander Cookout Podcast on the entire internet, commandercookout.com. Wow. I've been practicing. Yeah, you nailed it. Thanks. That was almost as good as nailing the intro in one one go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he works in radio, people. <laughs> couple things. You said it real fast. I'm going to jump back to a couple things. Flipside Gaming. Yeah. CCO promo code CCOFU. Yes. I used it when I ordered sleeves. Excellent. I ordered two boxes, Dragon Shields, eight bucks a box. They came in. The Zata Deck giveaway, our, our most recent and current giveaway. Yes. She's sleeved up, ready to go. Excellent. We've got a 100-count box that we're going to send her in to the lucky winner who either subscribes, comments on, subscribe on YouTube, comments on any of our videos from uh, our, our next videos coming up. Or drags the like button down into the basement and put it into a torture chamber. The like button rubs the lotion on its skin. <laughs> You dirty like button. Yeah. You can also get yourself entered by following us on Facebook, following us on Twitter, either Brando or myself. You can follow us on Podomatic, where we're trying to become the number one podcast on the planet. We're very close. And then there's the I want more button on Podomatic as well. I wish that it wasn't called that, um, especially because we kind of already made a dirty kind of like button joke <laughs> i don't want to make another one i wish it was called something else but um all of those ways to get you will get you entered full details of course on commandercookout.com giveaways page next up uh i don't know because i missed it because it was so fast if you mentioned our patreon page no huge shout out to all of the patrons i know that we try and do the uh the patron shout out at the start of all of our youtube content because the YouTube content truly is brought to CCO Nation by the patrons. But I wanted to go a little bit deeper today and let everybody know that we actually have upgraded uh, Studio CCO. Yeah, I like that. CCO Studio? No, I like Studio CCO. Yeah, that too. makes it sound more uh, like 1978 retro. Yeah, like you got to wait in a line behind one of those velvet ropes for some giant dude to check a list that you're not on until you're not on it. So you just keep waiting in the list. Yeah, and you whip out like a... I don't know who, who's on a who's on a money. You whip out you whip out a Washington and be like, yeah. How about my friend Washington? Does he want to get in? And he just goes no, and he no. takes your Washington and he throws you out anyways. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's how it works. Yeah. So we have recently acquired a new lighting boom apparatus thing, so we can have more consistent lighting. Nice. Sure. Certainly going to make editing easier. Yes, we've got a new table that we we built ourselves. Yeah. It's actually made out of our old tripod. <laughs> and uh, of course, velvet covered and batted and nice and it's going to make uh it's going to make playing and drinking a lot easier. And then a new tripod, of course, that's going to let us utilize more angles in the uh, in the studio because we can turn it different ways and set it up in different locations. So, lots to come on the YouTube channel and we uh 
We thank you all for giving the opportunity to us to do all of that. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun to do them. I don't know. I have fun. I don't know if you have fun. I also have fun. Very excellent. I wouldn't do it if I didn't have fun. Yeah, I suppose. I don't do anything unless it's fun. Really? Nothing. Well, speaking of having fun and and patrons, we got a new patron shout-out. We do. Shout-out to Louis Bassett. Louis Bassett? Louis. Funny nickname. How about um, Louis Bassinet? Like a like a like a crib like yeah, a like, baby thing yeah like the little carrier that they carried the penguin in in Batman Returns and they threw him into the sewers uh Louis the penguin thrown into the sewers now we're sorry to hear about that Louis but uh, welcome aboard yeah Louis the penguin yeah is he famous is he a celebrity it's Danny DeVito he's a pseudo celebrity now and he's on that like QuickBooks commercial or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he hypes colonial pan life insurance now. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Louis Bassinet. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, very much so. And, of course, thank you to everybody who's up their pledge throughout the month to take advantage of the $10 per mo- or more per month um, CCO patron altar. Yes. Yeah. Now, a deck? We should talk about a deck. Now, we've been given the story of how these decks came into being. I heightened, heightened, hinted at it earlier in the episode that this one we built right before Ixalan came out. It was spoiled at the time. Oh, yeah. It was not even out yet. It hadn't come out. We wanted to show how you could build a casual, fun EDH deck using nothing but like kind of the limited resources. Like, I really wanted to build a dinosaur deck. So here's my 14 dinosaurs. So I'll get all of those. (laughs) And they all sucked, and the deck wasn't really that good. I shorted up with some vehicles, but I and I kept promising like we're gonna come back when I have the real deck put together, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it then. And it's taken a year, two a, years. I don't know. Well, there's we did it on episode twenty eight. It's episode one hundred and four. It's like that's like a hundred years. Yeah, it's like eighteen months. But here we are. We did it. We we're we're back. So what I did was I cut all the crap that was kind of junky as second set and Ixalan came out. You cut the crappy junky beater vehicles, huh? Yeah, yeah. you see what I did there? The yeah. beaters. And I replaced. I I like that. I got it, and then I got it again, and now I appreciate it even more. And they were beaters because they <laughs> they they yeah. all had more power than than mana cost. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I I tell the jokes deep. And they all had shitty mufflers. I like that. <laughs> So I did that so everybody who didn't catch it, now you got it. Yep. Now we're all in we're all in the circle. So second set of Ixalan came out, plus some core sets, plus some errata back for some old creatures that turned them into dinosaurs, plus a whole bunch of stuff that just makes playing dinosaurs easier. Combine them all together with one never ever gonna happen, but totally super duper degenerate combo we'll talk about. Oh yeah. Yep, see, Ryan didn't even know it was there. It's so bad. Uh no, I think I know what you're talking about. Excellent. All right, we're gonna get to all of that. In the deck. So here we are. I play this deck. It's my casual, fun, usually game two deck. Hmm. Typically, we'll start with some testing for our MF and Calgary lists. Yeah, something that we know that we are going to play a whole bunch or something that we're something new that we're currently working on. Yeah, get the reps in so we know how our decks work. This hey, is you know what? Uh, we got a bonus episode coming up tomorrow. We do. Shout out to our bonus episode. That's a little bit of what we're going to be talking about, right? Some Some... Uh, decks out in the wild versus local playgroup, and also uh, testing and tuning pet decks. Yes. So if you're into that, come back, check out Commander Cookout tomorrow. That's like uh, a billboard for us. Yeah, g- got that in there. Okay. <laughs> That's excellent. So it's a very casual deck. You're not going to see this thing coming out of the gate, blazing fast, pumping out nine nines on turn two. It's just kind of a fun deck for between you know three, four people. 
<laughs> oh, your nine nines on turn two. That is the Zakama version of this deck. Yes. Okay. That's right. But I don't play that. So casual fun. Keep that in mind as we go through because there are some fairly janky includes that could just be better stuff. But they say dinosaur on them and they're cool. So here they are. Yeah. I think that this is a very excellent return to form, right? The last couple weeks in our personal decks, they've been things that we've been tweaking and building and thinking about for a long enough time that we have made them very good. And while this one is all of those things, you purposely keep it at a certain power level so it remains fun, not only to you, but to everybody at the table. Yeah, I like to think when people see me playing some of these cards, it's like, oh, Brando, you're so crazy. Why are you doing that? Yeah, I think it's very EDH. I like it. Yeah. So uh, let's get into it. We start with creatures. We do them alphabetically. We're not going to change that up this time. So we're going to start with Bellowing Aegeosaur. Yeah. Now, this guy, 3-5 for 6, sounds terrible, but it's got Enrage. It's a dinosaur. And, and, and I think Enrage is only on dinosaurs, right? I think so. so. Enrage is a triggered ability whenever the creature with Enrage is dealt damage. Any kind of damage. Yep. Any amount of damage. That's right. Okay. So, Enrage. Whenever a Bellowing Aegeosaur right. is dealt damage, put a plus one, plus one counter on each other creature you control. Ooh. That's pretty good. That is kind of like your Cathar's Crusade dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah, you've got some specific enrage triggerers. I do. In the deck that I think that everybody listening should be remember when they hear those that you've got like 20 instances of enrage. Enrage is a cool ability. How about Bird of Paradise? Yeah, zero one mana dork for one. It flies though. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Bird of Paradise is important with bell bellowing a geosaur. Maybe it'll be like a 10 10 by the end of the game. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> How about Bloom Tender? That is a 1 1 for 2 elf. Mana dork, you could tap it for a mana of each color of permanent you control. So if you control your commandy, it gives you red, green, white. That's pretty good. Yeah, just by itself, it gives you a green. How about Burning Sun's Avatar? Ooh, this is a 6-6 dinosaur for red, 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 3. When Burning Sun's Avatar enters a battlefield, it deals 3 damage to target opponent and to one of their creatures. Any creature. Any opponent, any creature. Doesn't have to be the same oh. human. Well, that you can spread it out. Actually, that's 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 okay. Yeah, you dust a thing and then dome a guy. I'm okay with that. Or I guess if you were really hurting, you could also hit your bellowing Aegeosaur to make all your guys bigger. I didn't think of that. I have a little bit of trouble with this one. How about Cacophodon? Cacophodon. <laughs> Actually, I like the way you said it better. <laughs> Cacophodon. Sounds like a legendary creature. Yeah, it does. I have no idea who, what, I just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's a 2-5. What's with the weird, like... 3-5 and 2-5, and I'm sure we're going to see that a bunch, aren't we? they got to have huge asses so that you can enrage them a bunch. That's a thing. I'm thinking, though, if if I'm, if I exist in Ixalan or wherever dinosaurs are present in the multiverse, if I go up and, like, punch one in the head, I think, like, that 8 toughness is it's just not going to care if, like, I'm probably a 1-1. One, one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm a 2-1 if I'm drunk. I don't know. <laughs> and then I drink more and I turn into, a like, a 3-0 and I just pass out. <laughs> Anyways, it's a 2-5 for 4 within rage. Whenever it's dealt damage, untap target permanent. Ah, uh, that's a weird one. It's pretty good with stuff like, say, Bloom Tender. Oh, I just thought of how to make not infinite. A I just lot. thought about how to make infinite. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. All right, we have Druid of the Anima. So, uh, two drop, Mana Dork, taps for one of Naya colors. 10 cent Bloom Tender. Oh, 10 cent Tender. 
<laughs> Dude, that sounds like a Burger King ad. Yeah, it does. Excellent. <laughs> I want nuggets so bad. How about a Tolly the Primal Storm? You want that too? Yes, I feel like I shouldn't be eating this one though. He's a 6-6 six, six for 6. When he hits, you steal the top card of every player's library and then cast them without paying for them. He's a dinosaur and he just happens to be awesome. He's an elder dinosaur. So you could play Elder Dinosaur Highlander. Uh, uh, shut up. All right. How about Fire Ants? Oh, this was one that I suggested to you for the original build, right? This and is our first enraged, our continuous enraged triggerer. Yes. Okay. A one or two one. So he's drunk me for red two. Tap him to deal one damage to each creature without flying. Each other creature. Yeah. So he doesn't kill himself, which is really nice. And he doesn't kill your bird. Nope. And he just untaps when your thingy that untaps him when he's enraged. Yep. So you can just ping, 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 ping. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That is like, um, kind of like a uh, goblin sharpshooter. Yeah, kind of. Speaking of elder dinosaurs, Galta, Primal Hunger. I love this card. I want to build a Galta deck. <laughs> Do you got this full art Galta? Yes. Can I have one? I only have one. I want it. Does it, work <laughs> like, it doesn't work like that. I don't have I don't have any more. Okay. Elder Dinosaur 1212 for green green 10, but it costs X less where X is the combined power of all the creatures you control. Ooh. And trample. It's a 1212 trample for 2. So it's if it was your commandy, you just make like elf ball tribal and then like your 10 or 12 elves just make it cost 2. Does it reduce commander tax? Read it verbatim. Galta Primal Hunger cocks cock cocks. Galta Primal Hunger's got a huge cock. <laughs> and he costs X less to cast, where X is the total power of creatures you control. So yeah. if you had like 22 power worth of guys. I believe this. This is Twitter assignment for this week's CCO Nation. I believe that cost increasing taxes are applied and then cost reduction is applied. So if it costs more and then costs less equal to the power of dudes you have, it will cost less. I like that. Tell that's, me if I'm wrong. That's a great YouTube comment you can leave too. Ooh. All right, let's keep going into Gashath, Sun's avatar. Okay, this guy, 7-6 dinosaur avatar, trample vidge haste for Naya and five. So he costs eight. Lots. It costs eight, but you get a 7-6 trample vidge haste. That's good already, right? Yeah. He's got Vidge and haste. And he'll slap the face off of your head. The turn he comes in, and then he'll protect you a little bit. Yeah, and then whenever he deals combat damage to a player, and remember, he got Tramp, reveal the, that many cards, and then you get each dinosaur into you, the battlefield. Into play. What? Yeah. Right into play? Yep. So you slap him with Gashath, and then you get, I don't know, Zakama, Atali, and Galta for free. God dang. Yeah. yeah, he's probably the best dino, dino commander. I think he's the, if you're just going dinosaur tribal, I think he's the best, just by far. That's awesome, except he costs eight. Like, who wants to play an eight-drop commander? I, I have trouble playing a six-drop commander. All right, next up, this is the card I referred to. It's next to Grimlock in the list, and it's Goreclaw, Terror of Calcisma. Yeah, this wasn't out when we originally built Grimlock, right? No, it did not exist yet. Okay, 4-3 Legendary Creature Bear for four. Creature spells you cast with power four or greater cost two less to cast. Ooh, and mm. then whenever Goreclaw attacks... Creatures with power four or greater get plus one, plus one, and gain trample until end of turn. Yeah. So he makes your dudes cost less than when you bash in, all your team gets bigger and gain trample. Yes. As if they didn't have trample already. Yeah, as if they weren't <laughs> big and mean enough already. Dang. Excellent, yeah. I like it. 
See, I took out a rock for that because it just made all my stuff cost two less instead of being able to pay one to play them. Ooh, that's that's dangerous. Taking out rocks. Uh-oh. I know. Ah, it's fine. We'll talk about that in the strengths and weaknesses. I got I got some thoughts on that. How about Gyre Sage? That is an elf druid. They're all elf druids. That's weird. Uh, one, two for two. Taps for a green for each plus one plus one on it and it has evolve so whenever a creature enters a battlefield that has greater power or greater toughness than gyre sage you put a plus one on gyre sage and then you tap it for however many so right off the bat like the turn after you play it you have to you have to play something else to evolve it you have to do something that your deck is doing anyway to evolve him so it's not really a downside is what you're saying yeah i don't think so Okay. Most of the creatures, like any, I think all of the creatures we've talked about so far, except for Bird and Bloom Tender, will evolve Gyre Sage. This next one will also evolve them, and it's Kinjali's Collar. Yeah, a 0-3. So it's got more toughness than Gyre Sage. There we go. 0-3. <laughs> Dinosaur spells you cast cost one less to cast. Super good. So, yeah, that on turn one, and like then your Bloom Tender on two. Bloom Tender will give you at least two mana on turn three. You can cast your uh, Gore Claw, and then the following turn, you're probably getting pretty close to, like, Galta already. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, how about Kinjali's Sunwing? Creatures you, your opponent's control, enter the battlefield tapped, and it's a 2-3 flyer for white two. That one hosed me the other day, actually. So good. It's such a good creature. All right, how about Mael of the Anima? Okay, so she costs Naya. She's a 2-3 Elf Shaman. You go Naya... Three, tap her. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may put a creature card with power five or greater from those cards onto the battlefield. That's pretty good. And then the rest go to the bottom. Yes. So you hit any dinosaur, it's pretty much coming into play. Essentially, yeah. Excellent. Or the next card. Yes, it also hits Mossbridge Troll. Ooh, this is not a dinosaur, and it's a big fat fatty. So you've got five five troll for green green five. If it would be destroyed, regenerate it. Just straight up. Okay, thanks, Shadowmore. Tap any number of untapped creatures you control other than Mossbridge Troll with total power 10 or greater. Then you get the effect. Yes. <laughs> okay. Mossbridge Troll gets plus 20, plus 20 until end of turn. <laughs> what the hell? We've played this card before, right? Yes, we have. Uh, sure. So it's a 5-5, five, five, so you find it with my L, and then you tap 10 power worth of dudes to make it a 25-25. Yeah. Okay. You get dunked on. I, that's my new thing is telling people to get dunked on. Yeah, he's probably big enough to dunk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And he's got those long arms too. Like he could just. He didn't have to jump. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Otapek Huntmaster. One, two, four, two. Dinosaurs cost one less and you can tap them to give a dinosaur haste until end of turn. Sure. Why not? Yeah. You could give haste to your Polyraptor. Oh, this one costs eight. He's a five, five dinosaur for eight. Enrage, create a token that's a copy of Polyraptor. I I smell other infinite combos here, but not the infinite combos that I thought of earlier. That's Fire Ants for Fire Ansom, get one more. Fire Ants again, you get two more. Fire Ants again, you get four more. Fire Ants again, you get eight more. You're always getting enter the battlefield triggers, and because it's exponential... If you can continue to untap your fire ants, you're always going to get enough that when the first one dies, you have like eight more. Then when the second two die, you have 16 more. Yeah. And then the the next four die, you have 30 whatever more. Yeah, Polyraptor is a house. You got to be careful though because he can actually get you into a loop that's unresolvable and just make you lose the game. <laughs> so you have to be careful with that. <laughs> get bent. <laughs> Anyways. 
Here's my tutor in Priest of the Awakening Sun. A 1-1 one, one for 1. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may reveal a dino from your hand if you do gain 2 life. Um, kids, always reveal the same card. Yeah, every time. Yep. And it's like the 8-drop, the, the, the polyraptor. Hey, here's my 8-drop polyraptor. I'm giving you literally no information at all. Gain 2 life. After the 2nd, 3rd, 4th reveal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then you can pay white, white, three, sack them to search for a dinosaur, put it into your hand. Fine. Yeah. It costs like six mana to tutor. And you got to sack them. Yeah. Whatever. Raging Regisaur. All I think of is like Regis film and on set just getting <laughs> mad because some assistant didn't bring him the right kind of coffee. <laughs> he turns into Raging Regisaur. <laughs> He's a four, four for four. When it attacks, it deals one damage to target creature or player. So, so we can get a crappy blocker out of the way, or it can trigger an enrage. Yeah, or it can kill somebody who's at one. Or that. That's never going to happen, probably. Probably, but. probably not. How about Rampaging Ferocidon? 3-3 three, three for 3. Menace. Players can't gain life, uh, including you, so your son tutor dude doesn't work anymore, but who cares. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield, raging for ra- Rampaging Ferocidon? Rampaging Ferocidon. Deals one damage to that creature's controller. Uh, so be careful with your Polyraptor? Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> You'll just die if you try and go infinite. <laughs> but hey, that's okay. That's okay because we live in CCO Nation. That's right. And it's a, it's a great time to live in the nation. And if you can exponentially make Polyraptors 39 times, you're, you're probably going to win. You're probably going to win the game anyway. Yeah, we're okay with this. How about Ranging Raptors? That's a 2 3 for 3 Enrage. Search your library for a land card and put it onto the battlefield tapped. Enrage, Rampant Growth. Yeah, that's fine. How about Raptor Hatchling? This one seems a little bit too small. Anyways, it's a 1-1 for 2. Enrage, put a 3-3 onto the battlefield. With Trample. With Trample. I suppose if you can give it plus 1, plus 1 so it doesn't die and you can continuously make a 3-3 every turn. It's pretty good. That's probably fine. You've got Dinosaur Pumpers in here, so maybe it's fine. I do. How about Ravenous Daggertooth? Enrage, gain 2 life. That's probably the weakest one, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that is the weakest one by far. Because who cares? And it doesn't even work with your rampaging whatever. Regis or Alpha? This is the Alpha of the Regises. He's a 4-4 four, four for 5. Other dinos have haste, so that's how you win with your Polyraptor. Yep. When he enters the battlefield, you get another 3-3 three, three dinosaur. Trample so, haste. Yeah. Oh, with trample and haste. Yeah, because he gives them haste and the token has trample. Oh, yeah. yeah dinosaur tokens are great. Yeah. Here's my favorite one. How about Ripjaw Raptor? Ooh, yeah, four, five for four. So you're already getting a good deal, and it's got enraged draw card. And it's total. Nobody will ever convince me that this isn't that scene from Jurassic Park where the guy goes, "Clever girl," and then the raptor kills him. That's totally what's happening here. Most likely. Here's one of those dinosaurs that's just good and sprinkled out throughout other sets in Runic Armosaur. Yeah, M19. Hey, so this is probably the most recent dinosaur. Recent Armosaur is a two five. For green, green, one, whenever an opponent activates an ability of a creature or a land that isn't a mana ability, you may draw a card. It's pretty good. I think I like it. I like it a lot. It, it comes up significantly more often than you would think. Cool. Yeah, so that's actually a cool one. As cool as Siege Horn Ceratops? Probably not. <laughs> so this is a 2-2 for green, white. This is interesting. It's got Enrage, put 2 plus 1 plus 1 counters on... In what is it? Seeds what? Siege Horn Ceratops. Enrage, give it plus two plus two. Permanently. Yeah. Here's my other favorite one. Silver clad Ferocidons. I, I think at this point they're all your favorite. They're all my favorite. I love dinosaurs. It's an eight five? Yeah. For seven. Yeah. Enrage, each opponent sacks a permanent. 
<laughs> that one will just destroy you. It's it costs seven, so it, that, like, it's got to right. Yeah, like if it cost eight, it would probably just say each opponent scoops the game. That's what it would say. Well, if it costs eight, it might be like an eight eight. Right? Because then you could activate it's like you guys all sacrifice a thing three more times before it dies. Yeah. Can you imagine if you had to sacrifice eight permanents? Get bent Amrakul, hey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show you how to play Annihilator. All right, how about Sun Crown Hunters? It's a 5 4 for 6 in rage, deals three damage to target opponent. Sylvan Karyatid. That adds one of any color to your mana pool, but it's got Defender and Hexproof. It's a 0 3 for 2. Temple Ultasaur. That's a 3-4 for 5 dinosaur. If it, if a source would deal any amount of damage to a dinosaur, you prevent all but one. How about Temur Sabertooth? That's not a dinosaur. That is a 4-3 four, for 4. You pay green 1 to return another creature to its owner's hand, and Temur Sabertooth becomes indestructible until end of turn. Yes. Uh, so you bounce a dinosaur, and then it can't die. That's right. That. I guarantee that's in there for a combo. Absolutely it is. And we will talk about him at the end of the creature section. Okay, you're a piece of crap. Territorial Hammer Skull. 2-3 two, for 3 when it attacks, you tap target creature and opponent controls. Thundering Spineback. Ooh, here's a 5-5 five, five for 7 again. Other dinosaurs get plus 1, plus 1. And you can pay 6 to create a 3-3 three, three dinosaur token with Trample. Eh. There's lots of mana there. There's yeah, lots of mana symbols. Yeah, that's why it's an uncommon... Okay, rare. so we're we're gonna we're gonna look at some ways to make mana for the deck, right? Yeah. Okay. How about Trapjaw Tyrant? That is a five five for five. Enrage, exile target creature and opponent controls until Trapjaw Tyrant leaves the battlefield. He's cool. So it is enrage like journey to nowhere. Yeah. So like it, it, it eats you, but it swallows you whole until you catch it and cut its belly open, like on Jaws, and like a tire and a license plate fall out. Exactly. And <laughs> your creature. <laughs> hey, there's my Lanamore elf. How you doing, buddy? He's like, oh fuck, dude. <laughs> it smells so bad. <laughs> yeah. All right, there's lots of creatures. We're getting to the end here, guys. We got Verdant Sun's Avatar. That is a five-five for seven again. <sighs> when Verdant Sun's Avatar or another creature. Enters the battlefield under your control. You gain life equal to that creature's toughness. Uh, so they got big toughnesses. I get it. You gain lots of life. Is that worth the seven mana and then you still have to do stuff? It's a dinosaur with a cool picture. When new dinosaurs come out, this is one that will be caught as better ones come. Okay. Next up, we have Vigor. V now, Vigor's a little bit of a weird one. We talked before the show about it preventing enrage damage. Okay, so it's a three, it's a six six trampler for green 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 three. If damage would be dealt to creatures you control, you prevent that damage, and for each damage, you put a plus one plus one counter on the creature. Then if vigor bites the dirt and he just you shuffle him back in, who cares? You have ways to trigger enrage continuously, and if you do that, all your dinosaurs instead of giving you the enrage benefit, they just become giants. Yeah. So vigor acts as kind of a budget crater hoof behemoth sure i i like that because crater hoof is expensive and costs eight and vigor costs six yeah it also makes attacking into me significantly less Ooh, profitable yeah so like okay you have a six drop dinosaur or you have a six drop vigor you probably play your vigor first yeah and it'll start to protect your mana dorks and then you start dropping the dinosaurs and if anybody's dumb enough to attack into you you just Get huge dudes. You drop that. You block that ten ten with your bird of paradise, and then you swing back for ten in the air. Yeah, with a ten eleven bird of paradise. He's very good. Or you just trigger your enrage and do it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's like army in a can almost. He's it's, very. It's like uh, put your dinosaurs in tanks, 
in a can. Ooh. There you go. What's t- what's more terrifying than a dinosaur? A dinosaur in a tank. Yes. It's kind of overkill at that point, but we'll take it. Now, hell no, we're doing it. All right, next up, another avatar in Wakening Sun's avatar. Ooh, 7-7 seven, seven for 8. White, 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 5. So you know that this one's going to be game-winning. Whenever Waking Sun's avatar hits the battlefield, so enters the battlefield, if you cast it from your hand, destroy all non-dinosaur creature. It's pretty good. So it's like a one-sided board wrath. Yeah. And by the time you have 8 mana... You're going to have a bunch of dinosaurs out. And I mean, if you have a Temir Sabretooth, you keep your opponents off creatures forever. And sure, you can't do anything, but all your other dinosaurs are still going to be pounding wholesale ass. Is Temir Sabretooth bounces an opponent's creature? That can happen? No, it bounces mine. I bounce this and play it again. Oh, that's right. And Temir Sabretooth is indestructible because I bounce the Awakening Sun's Avatar oh, with it. Oh, so yeah, I bounce yeah, it and play yeah. It again. Okay. Is Waste. that why that's in there? No, that's oh, just a happy That benefit. just happens to be a good synergy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Next up, one of my very favorite cards in all of Magic right now, Wayward Saber, or Wayward Swordtooth. Yeah, 5-5 five, five for 3 with Ascend. So if you control 10 or more permanents, you have the City's Blessing. Cool. You can play an additional land card for your turn. Cool. And he can't attack or block unless you have the City's Blessing. And he's not really there to attack or block. He's there so you can play an additional land on all your turns. And is a dinosaur. Yeah, and he's a dinosaur. And he costs 1 if you have Gore Claw, so he's ex- essentially exploration. And if you have a bunch of other stuff, he's a 5-5 five, five for 3. He's And you're going to. Yeah. You're going to have City's Blessing. It might not happen on turn three or four when you play it, but turn five, you're still getting a 5-5 five, five attacker that lets you play an extra land. Super good. Yeah, I like that card. And the last one, Zakama Primal Calamity. I love the name. I love the art. I love the ability. I love that it's got a different ability for each head. I look at that art and I ask myself, which head is giving me which ability? <laughs> Anyways, it's I love it that it's a 9-9. Nine, nine. It, like, it's in chunks of three. I love this card. This card is awesome. I don't own one. I wish that I did. Did I ever tell you the story about how I got this? No. Real quick, I'm going to tell this. I went to our local game store, and I said, hey, I need a Zakama Primal Calamity. Don't have one, but I'll tell you what, I'll get you one. I was like, how, how are you going to do oh, that? Oh, I've heard this story. And Aaron, the guy that owns the store, cracks open a like a like one of those game day packs, like those boxes, your pre-release packs, pulls a pack out of it, opens the pack, pulls out the rare, and there was a comma. Super It was excellent. so awesome. Yeah, that is so cool. It was so freaking cool. I love when we're in the store and Aaron cracks packs. That's my favorite <laughs> thing because it's like the three of us put all of our shitty luck together and then he gets like an awesome expedition or gets you your Zakama yeah, or whatever. Or he rips like a Cavern of Souls box topper. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so Zakama, 9-9 Elder D for Naya and 6. It's got Vig, Tramp, and Reach. And when it enters the battlefield, you untap nine land. No, no, all land. Oh, that if makes you, it even better. If you cast them from your hand, you untap all of your land. Wow. Yeah. So you untap all your land. Okay, so what are you going to do with all that land now that you have your Zakama? If you're not going to combo with it. Let's see. You can go red, two, deals three damage target creature. Or green, two, destroy target artifact or enchantment. Or white, two, Gain three life. Cool. I just, that's awesome. And with Temir Sabretooth and something that, say, doubles the mana production of your lands and, say, things that make him cost less, you can bounce them and play him infinitely. And I, wonder, I wonder if you have anything like that. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe you could use that for, like, infinite enrage or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, we'll have to press on. Yeah, we'll have to press on through the deck and see. Now we're into the instant section. Yeah. There's just one. Yeah, singular, singular instant. And it's Magma Quake. Oh, instant. Red, red, X, 
Mega Quick deals X damage to each creature without flying and each planeswalker. Now, oh. I, I know there could be better instants. There could be worldly tutors. There could be all kinds of stuff here. But again, this deck is meant to kind of be played casually. So I didn't put in a bunch of just good stuff. Swords, Path, Tutors, all that stuff. Well, that card is good for this build. It acts yeah. as a, um, uh, a sweeper. Yep. A Planeswalker Sweeper, if you need that. That's right. Hey, man, sometimes creature decks have a hard time getting in and killing those Planeswalkers. And sometimes you just got to kill the Planeswalker behind the chip bowl. 100%. And it's also got, it's got Enrage Enabling built right in. It's an enabler. <laughs> All right, let's move into the Sorceries section. There's two of them. Oh, I wonder what they might be. I wonder if one's Decimal yet. It's, it's Decimate. Yeah, so we have Decimate. Everybody knows Decimate. It's my favorite card in all of Magic. I'm going to tell everybody what it does. Sure. My favorite. Red, green, two. Destroy target artifact, target creature, target enchantment, and target land. On, on our last Magic Night, I blew Alex's face off with that decimate. You picked all of his permanents. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I destroyed him. That was excellent. It was, it was good. The other card. Rishkar's expertise. Whole baby. So green, green, four. Draw cards equal to the greatest power among creatures you control, and then you can play a five drop or less from your hand for free. It's pretty good. That card is so good. That card is so awesome. It draws you nine and then plays you something. Or if you got your Moss Bridge troll, it draws you 25, and then you can play something. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Maybe you could play some of the myriad enchantments, starting with Assemble the Legion. This is a weird include. Yes. Um, you're going to have to tell me about this. So it's white, red, three. At the beginning of your upkeep, you put a muster counter on it. That's stupid. Then you put a one, one, red, and white soldier creature token onto the battlefield for each muster counter on it. Perquois? They block. Honestly, they block, and it works really good with the next card. That's that's why it's in there. It'll get cut when another really good dinosaur okay, comes okay. in. Barring the next card that you have no way to find and only eight ways to draw cards in the deck it's turn five and it doesn't do anything until turn six and the next card also costs five yeah the uh. next well the next card you play anyway because it's it's just really good because it's cathar's crusade yes exactly <laughs> and this card it just the assemble the legion if left unchecked can just pull a game out for you it, y it can do that yeah it's a really 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 strong i suppose card. play your removal kids like you can't leave things unchecked right yeah I anything mean, that exponentially just gets better the longer it's there will eventually either draw out that removal spell to protect my Cather's Crusade or one of my other enchantments we're going to talk about. Yeah, okay. It, it, it will win the game if left unchecked long enough. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> All right. too many too many qualifiers there. <laughs> Anyways, Cather's Crusade, whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one plus one counter on each other creature you control. On so e good. On each creature you control. That includes the one that came oh, into play. Oh, yeah, each one. Each That's one. why it's so good. good. Next up, we have Fires of Yavimaya. That gives all your creatures haste, and you can sack it to give something plus two. Who cares? Mael's area. What? <laughs> <laughs> Which area? Her anima her area? Anima area. That's her butthole. Yeah, yeah. Nah, don't Google that. It's actually Aria. Sure. I wanted to set up that butthole joke. It is a enchantment for just Naya. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a plus one counter on each creature you control. If you control a creature with power five or greater. You do. Then you gain ten life. If you control a creature with power 10 or greater... You probably you do. You might. And then you win the game if you have a creature with power 20 or greater. And that's why I play Mossbridge Troll. Oh, excellent. <laughs> that actually worked once. Yes. Because <laughs> everyone's just like, oh, Brando, you're playing all these terrible cards. What's going on? I untap for my turn and like tap for my Mossbridge Troll. I win? It's very very EDH. Yep. <laughs> very EDH. All right, next up. This works good with Zakama and the Sabretooth. Marari's Wake. Yeah, creatures you control get plus one, plus one. Okay, but whenever you tap a land for mana, 
it uh, produces an extra one. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like a mana doubler, right? Yeah, it's very good, and it's a lord for whatever creature type you're playing. Super good. Yeah, and it provides you infinite mana with Zakama if you have the next card, you have infinite damage to creatures and players as long as you have more life. And, and Z- you have- Well, Zakama also gives you infinite life gain along with the infinite. Oh, yeah, infinite life gain right on Zakama. I was going to say if you have your enrage gain a life, your enrage untap dudes, your enrage plus one dudes, so your dinosaurs can never die, you can continuously pyrohemia them. Yes. That is the number one dinosaur tribal card. It is so good. Yeah. It is so, so good, and you can't play dinosaur tribal without it. I don't think. If you're going to do it, good. You can't do it. Let's give it a read. It's red, red, two for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control no creature, if there's no creatures on the battlefield, you have to sack it. But it's red, deal one damage to target creature or player. To each creature and each player. That's what I meant. I knew that that's what it did. I just said the wrong thing. It's like red, everything takes one. Yep. It's It's, good. It's so good. All right, how about Rhythm of the Wild? This is a new one here from Ravalige. So creature spells... You control can't be countered. Awesome. I forgot that it did that. And non-creature, non-token creatures you control have riot. Yeah. So they have haste or when they come into play, they get big. Yeah. I think you always give haste, right? Yes. In this deck. No, except for with uh, the hatchling. The hatchling, you give him riot so that you can actually use his enrage to make 3-3 three, three dudes. Yes. That's right. Now, and last card. Last card is a, if you really have to use Grimlock's secondary side, Shield of the Oversoul. Ooh, so this is a Selesnia hybrid and two for an for an aura. As long as enchanted creature is green, it gets plus two, plus one plus one and is indestructible. As long as enchanted creature is white, it gets plus one plus one and has flying. So he turns into a ten ten flying indestructibling trampling dinosaur beast. Yes. So he would get dinosaur bonuses from your dinosaur things. Correct. So he might be an eleven eleven or twelve twelve. Yeah. It's very, very cool. cool. Very good. Let's talk some artifacts real quick. Tell me about the rocks here. Okay, so we've got 13 ways to produce mana, and we need a lot of mana. And we've got like 17 one and two drops. Some of them are land and rocks. Let's let's some of them are rocks. Let's let's hear about it. We play Coalition Relic. Taps for one of any color, or you can tap it to put a counter on it, remove the counter, get another one, so it gets you two of any color. We have Fractured Power Stone. Keep in mind this is a casual deck. Costs two, taps for one, or you can tap it to roll the planar die. So if you're playing yes, chasing. Yes, plane chase. There we go. We got a mana vault. Everybody knows mana vault. Pillar of Origins on two, taps for a mana of any color. As long as you are using it to play the creature type you choose when it comes into play, you always pick dinosaur. Yep. Sol Ring is Sol Ring. And then we have Thamahujagudic Compass. Thematic Compass? Sure. Oh, I have to read this one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's a two-drop artifact. You pay three, tap it, search your library for a basic land card, put that card into your hand. What the heck? It's not very good. Okay. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control seven or more lands, transform it. It's a transformer. So if it became a creature, it would get plus one, plus one. And it flips over into Spires of Orazka. You can tap it for a colorless or Maze of Ith. So that's probably okay early. I, I, I want to say early game, but you need seven mana to flip it. It keeps you on your land drops if you need them. Again, casual deck. And it can get that, if somebody's swinging in with, let's just say, an 11-11 unblockable infecting Lord of Tressorhorn, you can turn that back. 11-4 Lord of Tressorhorn. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps you alive in those games. It's kind of a meta card, and it's just it's sort of fun. It's dirtily, but it's I it's like okay. it. It's okay. I, I love those those lands on the back, too, hey? Like, yeah, they're, they're, they, they look nice. They're neat. Um, 
Rounding out the artifacts, we have a swift foot, swift foot boots. Easy for me to say. Everybody knows that one. We have a Vanquisher's Banner. Costs five. You choose a creature type. Creatures of the chosen type get plus one, plus one. Whenever you cast a creature spell of the chosen type, you draw a card. Dinosaur. So good. And we have an Urza's Incubator. Urza's Incubator comes to play. Choose a creature type. Dinosaur. Creature spells of the chosen type cost two less to play. Also good in tribal. All told, with all of my reducers, you can actually reduce the cost of the dinosaurs in this deck by five. That's significant. So, you, like, your seven-drop dinosaurs cost green-green or red-red. Ooh. That's pretty good. <laughs> or white-white-white to destroy everything. And if they're giant, if they're giant ones on their face, you can use Gorklov, Calcisma, and they cost seven less. Yep, that's actually good. It's pretty good. Makes your Zakama really good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the deck. I like it. So this is this is what I this is what I think of it. It's an aggro deck. Honey pee. It has some combos kind of brewed into it, but no way to find them. No. And sometimes the game you just gotta close it out. Yeah. So if you can assemble some kind of four or five card combo, I'm okay with this. Yeah. And all of the combo pieces in here there aren't any things that are just there like if i draw this other thing it's good with these combo pieces yeah, it's like, lots of synergy yeah like the air the aria is good like especially if you have grimlock you're gonna have a five five creature yeah. you're just going to i think uh tribal decks are great because they have such awesome synergy between all the creatures they all work together because they're all part of the same tribe that's why they feel so good to play that's why a lot of them are pet decks that's right yeah we're going to talk about that tomorrow yes we are it hits hard it's an aggro deck it's got some brood in combos these are the strengths i have under the strength section um it likes the combat phase as aggro decks do but this one gets more bonuses when it's either blocking or attacking blocking when your guys don't have haste after they've come into play or blocking after you've attacked because lots of them have vigilance so there's lots of exchanges there not a terrible amount of card draw and you know what if you can find that rishkar's expertise and cast it one time you're probably going to win the game yeah you're probably just going to fill up your hand and then cast something for free like that is that gives you an extra just a free turn yeah yeah that's like greens take an extra turn in this deck it's pretty good yeah it's awesome it's very good okay weaknesses uh they exist aggro problem yes in that what we mean is you have to kill three players with your creatures and it's not that's hard it's not undoable it really isn't the deck is kind of i don't want to say it's like barney the dinosaur but he is kind of just a big colorful floofy deck that's kind of walking around it's not super duper threatening mm. so provided you're not getting wrathed over and over and over again you can sometimes just eke out somebody's life yeah and yeah and remember you don't have to deal 120 points of damage you probably have to deal 90 points of damage yeah and this deck can do it yeah, I think so. Now, you had mentioned Wrath. That's my next weakness. Tough to rebuild, particularly because you have a bunch of mana dorks. Yes. You're relying on your Goreclaw. You're relying on your Bloom Tender, your Gyre Sage, to give you large amounts of mana. And then they get swept, and it's like, oh, I'm back to five mana because it's like turn five. Mm. I can't cast anything yeah that's a tough one that's that's the feel bads but again it's it's one of the things you bump into if you're playing this power level of casual deck i think so and i think that's fine and and like say you have five mana you can still cast your pyrohemia as long as somebody else played a creature <laughs> yeah and you can control the board a little bit that way you can cast your fire ants and start getting some random damage in there on other people's rebuilding mana dorks that's fine it's not too bad you've got a little bit of zada effect still 
Yes. There is still not very many dinosaurs. And we, we talked about some, some potential cuts that when better dinosaurs get printed, you're going to put them in. You're just kind of wringing out the dinosaur towel for all of its worth right now. And it's still a little bit dry. Yeah, and I think that this is one of those decks that I'm happy I own, both because I love dinosaurs and I like Grimlock, but because this is one of those exciting ones where as new sets come out, you're going to see that dinosaur plunked in there and it's like, oh, this is cool. I'm glad they printed this. I'm going to get one and try it in the deck. Yeah, it gives you, gives you something to look forward to every time they print a dinosaur in a core set or if we ever revisit another plane or Ixalan with dinosaurs again. Yeah, it's, yeah okay. it's, it's exciting to see what's coming out. It's any deck that makes you excited to look at the spoiler for a new set, I think is a win. Hey, you turned a negative into a positive. There you go. Okay, last weakness. You're playing a pseudo unmander. It's got a silver border. Yeah. It takes... You need to have a transformer, like a like a, a different Hasbro toy. Like there's your co-branding, yeah, right. And I know that you're not super into that, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you like transformers. We did cover Gishath, Mael, the Anima, uh, Zakama. Those are fine. Yeah, you could play any one of them. I play Grimlock because the playgroup doesn't have an issue with it. And I would imagine that if you come and sit down with a Grimlock deck, I don't think most places that you play would say, "Hey, you can't play that." I really don't think that most casual groups in the level of game you're going to play this in are ever going to say you can't do that. I agree. And you know what else? I think every group that you sit down with your Grimlock deck is going to say, oh, I know exactly what this is going to be like. <laughs> it's either going to be dinosaur or vehicle tribal. <laughs> yeah. And they're right. All the, Well, they might, it, might, it could be werewolves. Oh, yeah. Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Uh, card of the week? Card of the week. I'm actually going to pick a not dinosaur. Ooh, right in the feels. I know. And I'm going to pick Goreclaw Terror of Calcisma. Sure. I just like her. She is a 4 3 for 4 creature spells with converted mana cost, or power, sorry, 4 greater cost, 2 less to play. And whenever she attacks, all your dudes' power 4 greater get bigger. She's like a, a shitty Urza's incubator. And it's way less money. Way less money. <laughs> way, way less money. And it costs, it's a buck. It's, it's a literally dollar. a dollar. It's one dollar. And if you want the foil one like I got, you can be pimp just like Brando for 450 Pimp like Brando for 450 yeah. You can even say it like a pimp. Absolutely you can. Sure. That's why we're here. I like it. So pick up your Gore Claws if you don't have your Urza's Incubators. Play both if you have both. Yeah. Especially what, in what decks you, like this. Yeah, what you said. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about Milk List? Let's do the Milk List. Yeah. As per EDHREC.com, these are the most popular cards at each converted mana cost today from 0 to 15 in the color combination that we're talking about. We are talking about red, green, white, or Naya, or as the kids say, Grimlock Smash! The uh, like button. Yeah, I like that too, yeah. <laughs> Got That's one good, in there. good one. Okay, okay, at the zero drop slot, mana crypt. No. Not playing it. Okay, at the one drop slot, the top three, Sol Ring, Swords to Plowshares, and Kinjali's Collar. Ooh. Got you. How? Got you. How? <laughs> Kinjali's Collar. Come on. So we are playing one of those for sure. It also shows how popular Dinosaur Tribal has been. It's out for what, like a year? Yeah, It's a year been out for 18 half, months, and it's it's the most popular thing. All right. Okay. Two drop slot. Selesnia Signet. No. Nope. Oh, look at this. I thought I screwed it up, but I didn't. We have a tie. How about Gruel Signet? No. Also not. Okay. At the three drop slot. Cultivate. No. Four drop slot. Here we go. Ripjaw Raptor. Yeah. Five drop. Marari's Wake. Yep. Six drop. Atali Primal Storm. Yeah. Seven drop. Verdant Sun's Avatar. Yep. Eight drop. Wakening Sun's Avatar. Yeah. Nine drop. Zakama Primal Calamity. Yeah. Ten. Kozilek. No. World Spine Worm at 11. No. 
Galta at 12. Yep. Emrakul, the promised end. And here's the for sure non-dinosaur that you should be playing. Okay, hit me with it. Say it. A Tarkthon worm. Stop playing that. <laughs> Everybody, stop playing that. So... Here's here's the thing. I don't care how good it is in this deck. Stop playing that. It's actually good in this deck. It's got a huge butt. <laughs> oh, man, so good. Okay, we talked about Zata affecting the weaknesses of the deck, and I'm still holding my fingers up from counting. Yeah. It took me two hands. We also used Dinosaur Tribal to do the spice calculator. Yeah, so here's the thing. You got Zata effect with your dinosaurs. You got eight milk list matches. I hate to break it to you, the spice calculator wasn't very friendly to your boy Grim Lock. Yeah. G Lock. So popularity: eleven hundred and seven dinosaur tribal theme decks on EDHDraft.com. Sure. It makes it the fifteenth most popular tribe. That's actually pretty down there. That's actually well. That's pretty good actually. Considering how new it is. Yeah, I guess. But it's like like I said last time in Ep twenty eight. I was like, it's every thirteen year old magic boy's wet dream is fucking that, playing that, dinosaurs. That's true. Yeah. And it still is today. Also true. Yeah. Average converted mana cost for this deck, 4.02. Ooh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Casual EDH. I love it. You got one tutor. I put it to uh, optimal game size. Four player. It's four player. You don't want to kill any more players than four in an aggro deck, right? Correct. Or, sorry, three opponents in an aggro yeah, deck. Yeah, you're right? not, not going to get there with it. Okay. Now, uniqueness rating. Yeah. Here's your Zata effect. Cards different than the stock list on EDHREC.com. Keeping in mind this isn't a stock Grimlock list, it's the dinosaur list. 16 unique cards. It's better than I thought. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Okay, well, we punch it all into the spice calculator. A 34. Not very good. Not very good. And you know what? I asked you why you weren't playing Forerunner of the Dinosaur Tutor from Rivals of Ixalan, and you were like, huh, I don't know why. If you were, that would drop your spice rating to 29. That would be one of the lowest ones we've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just keep it at one tutor. Yeah. Keep it casual. Keep it fun. Uh, That sounds like I'm starting a final thought of the day, but I'll hand it over to you. Final thought of the day, uh, before I get into that, please remember to stop by our U- our fledgling YouTube page or Podomatic or our commandercookout.com. Follow us on any kind of social media. Get yourself entered to win a super slick Zata deck, reminiscent of episode zero of Commander Cookout Podcast. And episode 100, <laughs> or 101, or whatever it was, right? Yeah, that's a thing. That's very cool. Final thought of the day, unlike what the spice calculator might have you believe these decks are just big and fun and there's nothing else you can really say about it this is a what do you call it timmy very much so this is the timmiest deck that i've ever built and i will fully admit to being a timmy for building it it just had all the big fun looking creatures they have cool pictures dinosaurs are awesome and i just wanted to have a deck packed full of them that i could beat people down with and that's what i built and it's helmed by my very favorite cartoon character of all time Grimlock from Transformers. If you don't know him, go check him out because he'll make you laugh. And stomp on sharks. And what else does he do? He's a chef. And one time he gets super smart and he gives up his own super smartness to make five other super smart robots and then goes back to being kind of kind of dumb. I also met Greg Berger. He's the one that does the voice. He signed my mint inbox Grimlock Transformers toy. That's actually kind of cool. That's actually really neat. So not much else you can really say. It's a big fun deck. I hope you guys get a chance to build it, play with it, because it is a whole lot of fun. And this deck actually does bleed nicely into our episode tomorrow on pet decks and why we have them. So be sure to check us out tomorrow for another exciting episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Ooh.